Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And this is a date with Dateline Adjacent Frogging. Frogging. So we have been wanting to branch out from Dateline since Dateline has done so many repeats. They've been doing all repeats this summer, and we have covered almost all the repeats on Peacock. We're running Because we've covered hundreds of episodes. Yeah. We've been doing the show for six years. We're running out. We still love Dateline, but we are running out. So we've been wanting to branch out, and we did an episode called Diabolical featuring a killer masseuse a while ago, and Mm -hmm. you all seem to like it. So we're branching out again, and this is a show I've been wanting to do for a long time. It is on Lifetime. It is called Frogging, colon, Hider in My House. Hider in My House. Hider. It can't be. It has it is, to be hiding in my nope. house. It's called Hider in My House. Like, Hida. who's the seeker and who's the hider? It sounds like Hida. Yeah, it, it sounds does. German. Okay. Yeah, Hider in My House. This is on Lifetime. It's incredible. It really is. It's very well shot, too. It's very good. It has reenactments. Reenactments. I still can't say the word that. They have reenactments, aka reenactments, that. Yeah are the perfect kind, I'll save it, but they're good for a specific reason. Yeah, I hope to do this whole series. This could be our new blood relatives because it's very crazy and fun. I think it is. I think that we found it. Yeah. This is season one, episode one, Bump in the Night. And I did ask on Twitter for people to tell me the craziest one that they had seen, and they told me some, but it couldn't get any crazier than this very first episode. And these are all kind of two-parters, like it tells two stories in the episode, but the first part is so crazy. Part the first is all we are going to be talking about in this episode. We're going to be talking about the first story. Bump in the night. Two stories. And you can watch it on Lifetime, but I think you might need cable. You might be able to buy it. I'm going to try to do a good recap so you won't need to watch it. You're not going to need to watch it after Kimberly tells you exactly what happened. Yeah. So it starts with the definition of frogging, which anyone who has been sitting there in the last three minutes going, what is frogging? You obviously... Welcome. If you're new here. New here. Josh Mankiewicz, Sir Josh Mankiewicz, Sir Mankie with the hanky of Dateline fame, explained to us what frogging was he educated us on frogging and then Mm -hmm. we educated keith on frogging and both of those interviews you can go back and listen to and we were shocked that it happens enough that there's an actual name for it we had actually done a frogging case years before but it wasn't called frogging then and if you want to go listen to that one which scared the pants off me it was called your worst nightmare was the id show that we were covering Season two, episode one. I think it was also called Bump in the Night. I think it was. It was. It, oh, God, it's so creepy. It's so creepy. And this one's just as creepy. I'm also guessing that we will see that on this show. If there's more than one season of Frogging Hider in my house, then mm-hmm. we will see that case. Have yeah. you watched the entirety of the first season? No, I've just watched bits and pieces. So it but could I've read be read all somewhat. the descriptions. And oh, none you of did. Them seemed like that it also feels like it would be a season closer or a season opener and it would be the only story yeah of the episode because it was it's pretty intense yeah so this episode starts with the definition of frogging Mm -hmm. which by the way is ph people thought i made a typo or something on twitter no it's literally spelled ph and it is the act of sneaking into a person's home and hiding among its occupants without their knowledge 
score another point for living in a van because there's nowhere for a frogger to hide in 80 square feet. Everyone laughed at me when I said I wanted to live into a van, but they won't be laughing when they get frogged in their giant mansion with all those hiding spots. Frogging is one of these things that I worry about now that I'm really aware of it and I feel like I'm involved with it more in a professional sense now as well, that mm -hmm. it it's going to happen to me. Yeah. I'm just worried about it. Well, you thought your house was haunted, but maybe it was just a frogger the whole maybe time. Maybe it was a frogger. So the opening intro is a bunch of terrifying clips of like news outlets saying things like, man hiding behind between walls and man slithers out from beneath a house. No. No, no man no, should you. slither. And why is it always a man too? I want to find a woman frogger situation. Oh, no, I, I feel better that it, it is for some reason. <laughs> let's just leave that the way it I, is. I think women, let's take up space in the frogging community. Let's stay out. And then the opening credits ends with the woman saying, I had a frogger in my house, really dramatically. Now, if this concept wasn't so beyond terrifying, I feel like it would be funny because of the name frogging and the fact that it's spelled with a PH. Like, I almost wish they had given it a different, more serious name that wasn't frogging. I'm looking up to frog with a PH to see who gave it this name. To I don't know. Frog. Is it a verb? I feel like it was something in the vernacular that was started, something random, like David Hasselhoff said it on an episode of Baywatch or something. And then the young kids started mentioning it, and then it became part of the vernacular. And then Urban Dictionary had it, and then the real dictionary had it. Maybe. So this says it's a slang. Mm -hmm. It's like a true crime slang. But I don't. Yeah, it's slang in the dictionary as well. So I don't know who came up with it. But David Hasselhoff. Okay, there we go. So the first part is called the secret surgeon, which is the part we're going to be covering. We are in Honolulu, Hawaii in 2019. James and wife Brittany Campbell had two kids, his kids from his first marriage. They were high school sweethearts, but then they broke up. She is more outgoing, and he is more analytical. They even each other out. He was a single father with two kids, and then they reconnected. Mm -hmm. And they moved to Hawaii. She becomes stepmom to the kids. They had a cat and a dog, just your average family. And we're seeing reenactments where you're just seeing people's legs, and they're talking very muffled, like Charlie Brown's parents. It's from the point of view of the frogger clearly. And the frogger maybe doesn't have great hearing or something. Well, I think that this is why I like these kind of reenactments because it's just giving an overview of what happened, but you're not focusing in at all on the actor's face, any no part faces. of their face. Yeah. This is my favorite kind. Just legs only. Right. We're seeing Katie action. Likes. We see eyelashes at some point and eyes. We see other bits and pieces of their anatomy, but never all together at the same time. They're never mm. two actors in a scene. They're just doing motions. And that's, it's, ne it's not necessary for us to have full reenactments in this because we have such good interviews with the main people. I miss the bad acting of our I know classic you love ID. It. But for the purposes of a frogging show, this feels right. Yeah. And it's also a little more profesh. Speaking of which... Where does the term frogging come from? When I gave it a bang, it says some explanations trace the term to the to an actual frog. 
because the person who engages in frogging may jump from place to place to avoid being caught. That can't be right. Like a couch surfer. It has to be that frogs hide in your house and then they you don't know they're there. But do they? I've never heard of that like happening. Like crickets? You'd hear a cricket and I feel like you'd also hear a frog. I don't feel like frogs are known for that. That's the one explanation that's been given. Frogs like to be by water, so why would they be living in your Oh, walls? here's the other thing. Squatting. I guess frogging and squatting are also kind of synonymous when you're oh. squatting down. So it is sort of like a squatter. It's just an illegal... Because the legs are squat. That makes sense. It's, it's like just crouching. A, you had to find someone who is a stalker and also a squatter, and they called them a frogger. Next time I say pop a squat, I'm going to say pop a frog. No, because now you can't. <laughs> this term has taken that. Okay. So there, someone might take that literally and go and live in your bathroom. I do like frogs. They are right. They are cute. I hope this doesn't ruin them for people. So they lived in a typical suburban cul-de-sac in Hawaii, and James is telling us the layout, which is something they do on this show. Mm -hmm. And we see a blueprint animation how many times have I asked for a blueprint that I need full layout Dateline, of the house? I would th never thought I would say Dateline take notes from Lifetime, but Dateline, we've been asking. They sometimes, do it sometimes. But not the layout of the house usually, Just, not like a blueprint. No, because generally Dateline has solved the crime already, so we're not trying to solve it. We at home are trying to see if we, we agree. We at home are trying to solve it. So we're seeing this blueprint animation walking us through the two-story house. And it's all fine and nice. And then James says, and there's a crawl space attic. And then the crawl space on the blueprint turns red and the music gets very ominous. Very good. I so like it very much. So that's where it's going down. Mm -hmm. This is when things start. The first hint. One day... Brittany goes to the garage and their boxes for moving were all open and things were all over the ground. That was weird. Brittany, another day, was sitting at her little makeup desk in the bedroom where she would watch her makeup tutorials every day as she was doing her makeup. That's a good routine. Sound like somebody we all know. That sounds very fun. I want to know who she watches. Yeah. So she hears a door slam. And again, we're seeing this point of view shot of someone watching her. And then another night, she hears the door downstairs open and shut. And James tells her he had just locked it and she was being paranoid and he was getting frustrated with her. Very rude, James. This is your new bride. She is in a new location. Don't make her feel paranoid. Stop gaslighting her, James. So she gets frustrated with James and is, says, I'm going to go downstairs and check the door that you apparently locked. And she goes downstairs and the door is unlocked. That's a fight. This frogger is already tearing this new marriage apart. Yeah. Frogging is bad for your marriage. She thought Have you also mentioned that there are two children in the house? Yes. There okay. are two children in the house. She thought he was lying about locking the door. Why would he lie about the door? Why would he lie about the door? She's thinking maybe these one of these kids is trying to sneak out of the house at night. They seem like good kids. They wouldn't do this. So he's making her feel paranoid and obsessive, and she keeps hearing these doors, and she doesn't know what's going on. No, this is OCD waiting to happen. So yeah. if that happened to me and he insisted he locked it, I would at some point believe him. If Oliver had said, I locked the doors for sure, I would believe him. And I would check 40 times a night. Yeah. There's no way. 
This is rough. So one night, they both hear the sliding door downstairs open and shut. Mm -hmm. So this time, she sends James down to check the door. And she probably used a tone like, okay, big man, I'm so crazy. Go check the door then. I feel like they were starting to use that tone with each other. And again, this was a loving marriage a few weeks ago. And now it is on the verge of divorce in my mind because of this frogger. Maybe. But I think that probably they both heard it, turned, looked, and then looked at each other. So I think fear overrides snide. What you're talking about. If Maybe. You're, because if he heard it too, and she's but like- But he wasn't that scared. I think it might have been more of a hiss of like, you check this time. You check. You check. And so he goes downstairs right. and the sliding door is unlocked even though he had locked it. And the screen part of the door was open. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Are you going without a weapon downstairs? You're picking up a weapon. Yeah. I always have a weapon. I don't know. A flashlight, something. I have a heavy- owl statue by my bed i sometimes have a knife depending on if i've watched something really scary right i got you yeah that makes sense so he thinks britney is just on edge because they had been moving there so he even still doesn't think it's that weird when he saw the evidence with his own eyes what's going on james open your eyes convince yourself of a lot of stuff you can your body doesn't you don't want to be afraid so you convince yourself that whatever's happening didn't happen the way you thought it did. Exactly. Which, we all have to learn to listen to our instincts, ladies. No, I think his instinct I think his instinct is no, 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 no. I don't know yeah. what's going on, but this is weird and the kids are playing tricks on us. Although we see a picture of the kids and they look very smart. They don't look like troublemakers. They look like they're in a preteen boy band. Yeah. They both have similar hair. So they start to have a lot of fights and she's getting very fixated on what's going on in the doors and he was very dismissive. Again, your wife seems to be either having a nervous breakdown or there seems to be a frogger in your house, sir. You need to pay attention. Something's going on. Mm-hmm. Believe women. <laughs> and James, mm-hmm. next time you'll believe her. So two weeks after this, He's downstairs playing piano because I guess he plays piano and he sees the shadow of a person walking by outside, kind of pacing. And we're seeing the person in the reenactment, just like a shadowy slender man is outside of their yep. door. There we go. And James thinks it's someone listening to him play piano. Well, he's immediately self-conscious. No, I think he's like, I was playing too loud. I'm annoying a neighbor or something. I took it as... I am such a great piano player that someone random walking by is stopping and setting up a lawn chair and listening to me play okay, piano. Okay, you have some sort of weird bias against James. James is not that bad. He's not as bad as you want him to be, and you're misleading these people who may not watch this episode. James is not that bad. But okay, James- but I will say that that's what I first thought, but then he said, or maybe someone's annoyed at me playing the piano. Yeah. And I thought that's more likely, James. That is more likely. So don't worry, James is going to redeem himself by the end. Don't worry. Yeah, he will, he will. So then one day, James is at home with the boys, and he sees on his desk calendar something handwritten on Monday the 2nd. And it says, like all desk calendars have written on them, your rehabilitation starts today. Do as I did. Choose a house. Clean it. Set up all devices. 
And James thinks that Brittany wrote it. Was it written in Brittany's handwriting? He doesn't know his wife's handwriting, I guess, because they're newlyweds. They or went to high school together. Was it written in her handwriting? It. We don't get that bit of information, but it could have no, been. But he, Brittany, we find out later, didn't write it. So do you think the frogger copied her handwriting? Yes, that's what I'm saying. That would be very smart. And he may have done that because he was kind of obsessive. So that could have been possible. But what's weird is that he, the actions he takes now, instead of doing what feels like it would be the common thing to do. What would you do if you, okay. I'll tell you exactly. Yeah. Call Brittany and say, why did you leave a weird message saying my rehabilitation starts today, set up all devices, choose a house, right? clean it, do as I did? What the heck? Now, I don't... I am confused. At the very least, you take a snapshot of it and send it to her, WTF, mm-hmm. because you're ticked because it's a weird message and it seems really passive aggressive. It sounds like a weird fortune cookie. Something a tarot reader would tell you. It does. Or it sounds like you're being real, do this, da-da-da, today you rehabilitate your personality or something. So It seems real messed up. It It could be really insulting. So you take a snapshot and send it. Also, I feel like this might have been nipped in the bud had he done that. Exactly. At that moment and been like, okay, someone is coming into the house, clearly. Exactly. But instead, he thought, well, maybe she's trying to be inspirational. None of that sounds like inspirational quotes on a hang in their cat calendar. I don't understand where he thought that was inspirational. I did say it sounded like a fortune cookie, so maybe a little bit. No, that's not inspiration, though. That's like, it can be doom sounding, too, a fortune. So (laughs) this doesn't sound like live. Choose a house and clean it. Live, laugh, rehabilitation. Right. That's not. That's so he thought, I guess she just wants me to clean the house. James. So I get out the Swiffer and I start cleaning. And they never talk about it again. He doesn't bring it up when she comes home. Then when they're lying in bed, he doesn't say, hey, what? that was a really weird message, but it got me to clean the house. They never discuss it. Oh, thank you for cleaning the house. Well, I figured because of your message. What message? They never discuss it. Also, I'm sorry, but where you're seeing it seems to be on this big calendar, right? Like that sits on a desk. She just never saw it by accident? No. She doesn't write stuff on that calendar? Like James Jr. has T-ball or whatever. Apparently not. So three weeks later, there's the blanket incident. Okay. There's this blanket that's always on the couch that everyone cuddles up with. And they were going to the movies. And she wants to take it with her, which I've never seen anyone do unless it's an outdoor movie. But I think it's a wonderful idea. And we should normalize bringing blankets to the movies. I like it. Sometimes they're chilly. Yeah. And it's cozy. All the time they're chilly. Yeah. But the blanket is missing. And she asks the kids and they say they don't have it. And she thinks they just don't want to go upstairs and get it. And they're just being lazy. And she basically accuses them of lying. And they start fighting and they probably say, I hate you, stepmom. And they're all arguing with each other about this blanket. And so they go to the movies. And when they come back, the blanket is there on the couch, folded up nicely. And that was the first time James admitted something strange was going on. It was the blanket that got James. 
But you not still a- didn't ask her about the message, huh? No. Wow. And not anything else. Not the guy listening to him play piano. Nothing. Not the doors. Burying so, his head in the blanket. I don't know what he's doing. He is. James is the first one to die in a horror movie because it's always the person who doesn't think there's a killer on the loose, who's yeah. like making fun of everyone for thinking there's a killer on the loose. They always get killed by the killer on the loose. Brittany is the one person standing at the end drenched mm-hmm. in blood. Yeah. Holding some sort of odd weapon that yep. she managed to wrestle away from mm-hmm. a demon bear or because whatever. Because she was skeptical of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she feels redeemed, like something creepy is going on, but at least I'm not going crazy. Because it would at a point. You would would at a point be like, I've just been through this super stressful move. I'm trying to fulfill a role as stepmom to these two boys. Yeah. It's a lot of stress happening. You might think you were having a breakdown and just doing it really lucidly. Yes. So one night, Brittany wakes up in the middle of the night and her webcam light on her computer is on which is terrifying. And she has heard of people turning on webcams and watching people, but she doesn't know why anyone would watch her, to which I say, Brittany, you're very beautiful. Don't doubt yourself. You are worthy of being spied on. We all are. She doesn't know what's happening still. She just knows she's not crazy. But she doesn't say she takes down her webcam. No. Because the first thing that I did was... I have a little thing that goes over my webcam. I blocked it and I unplugged the webcam that sits on top of it. I have a little thing, too. It's always covered. Yeah. And my iPad in my bedroom has a bunch of tape over it, like Band-Aids, anything I can find. Right. Because I didn't have those covers at the time. So she's just not a, she's not a true crime person, I don't think. Yeah, I guess not. So in September, the family goes out of town for a week to visit family, but they end up coming back early, and I was dying to know why. Was there a fight? Was it about the frogging? Was it with the in-laws? Who was fighting with who? Why did they come home early? Yeah, my first thought was a fight or somebody's sick. Yeah, maybe. So maybe, or somebody got, I don't know, they don't tell us what James's job is, but obviously he had to move to Honolulu for work. There's something that's happening there. So maybe he had to be at something the next day. It got Mm -hmm. pushed up. Emergency at the toy factory or wherever. It could not be a fight and I did not detect a tone. So I didn't know, but it is... I mean, it's a lot of money to fly from California to Hawaii. And then to come back early. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot to change those tickets. Yeah, unless you got the, those, the flexible tickets. Or maybe they got the flex tickets. I don't know how that... I've never been to Hawaii. Either. So they come back early. They drive back home. And as they pull into the driveway, James has this really nice expensive bike that's sitting out which it should not be. So they think something is very strange. So they tell their kids to wait in the car. Good. So the parents open up the garage door and it's been trashed. And we're seeing home movies of the garage and it's like things have been ripped apart like an animal, like a bear came through. It's like how you open boxes when you don't have a box cutter handy. (laughs) You can't find scissors anywhere because scissors get lost in moves. They're just gone. There's no solution. You have to have them on your person or they're missing for months. And so it's much like, I've got a big box. How about you? I've got a big box. How about you? On the office when they destroy that box and then have to get the printer back in with the copier and all that stuff. Oh my God, I forgot about Scanner. Scanner on an angle. (laughs) Printer (laughs) first. Scanner on an angle. They're just, it's very funny. They're playing like Tetris. It's the worst. 
So it's very strange. There's stuff all over the place and everything is thrown out of the boxes. And James thinks they've been robbed. So he grabs a sledgehammer that apparently was just hanging out. In the garage. He probably had his tools out. He thinks that's the best weapon of choice. It's a good one. A sledgehammer. They don't call the police yet. So he goes to the front door and he puts his key in to unlock it and then starts to open the door, but it's meeting with resistance. No. No. No, thank you. No. And so he pushes open the door, a crack, and there's a face looking back out at him. Absolutely not. No. I say no. No, I rebuke you. In the name of Satan. I'm trying to think what you and I do if we are I run. I get back in, in an the apartment car. together, trying to open the door, and you see a face. Mm-mm. I would slam that door so hard back. Yeah. And be fumbling to call 911. Yeah. yeah. While okay. screaming help, help, fire to the I neighbors can- so yeah. that people would come out. I know. This is also in the daylight, everyone. This isn't at night. No, it's still scary. It's still scary, but it's the middle of the day that all this is happening. I'm just trying to set the... It's not like they pulled in at midnight. I saw this comedian once doing this bit about how every night they open the blinds and look out into the yard just to check things before they go to bed. And they're like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I pray to God no one ever looks back at me. Because what would you do? And this is that moment. Someone is looking back at you. That's bad. I'm terrified. So he says, James says, get out of my house. And the man very calmly says, this is not your house. No. You've got the wrong house. Is that gaslighting or is it a demon? (laughs) Because either one, it's, this is my house now. It's either that or it's, he's trying to gaslight you in the weirdest way possible. Maybe he's trying to make James think that James is Joni when Joni landed in Minnesota and drove, had the cab dropper off at our cousin's house at three in the morning, walked in the front door and then heard a man saying, get out of my house. I have a gun. And she said, I'm just looking for my cousin. And he says, I don't know them. You're in the wrong house. Joni. She was a few blocks away. She had gotten the street name wrong. Blocks away. Yeah, blocks away. Were the houses Wait. the same? I don't know. She had never been there before. It was, a, it was, but they had just moved there. Is it as bad that I walked into the wrong apartment about a week ago thinking yes. it was my mom's? Yes. And it took me a minute because I thought that maybe she'd been robbed because there was stuff everywhere and it smelled like cat litter. So I thought she had gotten a cat. <laughs> And had been robbed in the space of maybe four days since I had been there last. Oh, my God. And then I realized that this was the wrong apartment. Did it, Was no one there? The door I was don't, open? I really hope not because it's not like I'm not recognizable, right? And I'm at my mom's all the time. <laughs> and oh no God. one apparently locks their doors You could have in easily Kentucky. gotten shot. That happens all the time in America. I know. In Kentucky? Yeah. Oh, God. You have to wear a disguise anytime you're at that building now. The most embarrassing is it was a left and right thing. Oh. I just got like directionally messed up. Even though I'd been to that apartment a million times, I came up at different stairs and I got my left and right confused about which side it would be on. And so now my mom has to hang something on the door. She has to have this (laughs) little wreath on the door. Anyway, sorry. 
detour. Please press on. What we're at the most we're the most exciting part of this. I know we are at the juncture. This is it. So sledgehammer door. He sledgehammer door. Face peering through. Get out of my house. Not your house. This is not your house. It's like they're speaking two different languages. One is speaking English and one is speaking, I came here from Mars to wear your skin. One is speaking frogging. One is speaking frogging. Speaking of speaking different languages, we are so excited to tell you about our new sponsor, Babbel. Yes. Oh my gosh. I've been wanting Babbel to sponsor our show for so long. Me too. Same. Selfishly, because I want to learn Spanish. There we go. Le esta gustano nuestra podcast. That means, are you liking our podcast? I'll wait for you to answer. Sí, muy bien. De gracias. This summer, cross off learning a new language off your bucket list. And instead of paying hundreds of dollars for a private tutor, download the Babbel app. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts. So it's like having a private tutor in your house. Amazing. You can start learning a new language in as little as three weeks. I just started last week. I've already done eight lessons. I did one every day, except one day I did two lessons because they're so short. They are. It's so fat. They're like five or 10 minutes, these lessons. Yeah. And I do love several things about it besides that they're so short. They go back and review from previous days, which is super helpful. Yes. And there are different ways to learn. You know, people's brains work differently. Some people learn by repeating words mm-hmm. back and you, that's what you do you hear the word and then you press down the microphone and you repeat back and some learn, learn best by reading mm-hmm. some learn best by answering multiple choice questions mm-hmm. there's it incorporates all of that so you'll find a way that works for you and it's all based on real life situations and conversation based teaching you I know when you that. learned french in school and you spent a year learning words like prairie and monarchy none of that You're getting real life words that you need, like ordering from a menu, getting directions. Yep. Saying hello to somebody and thank you. And how are you? How are you? Instead of the Spanish that I very much remember, which I'm wondering, where is that actually in Babel when you learn Biblioteca? Right. When when is that? I haven't gotten there yet. No one needs to know where a library is anymore. I hate to say it. So Yale, Michigan State University, and others have done studies that show that Babbel is better than other ways of learning. In fact, one study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. That's amazing. So basically, I'm getting my second degree. Yeah. I'm going to make it my own diploma. Here is a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners. You go to babbel.com slash date dateline. Again, 55% off at babbel.com slash date dateline. And that's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date dateline. Rules and restrictions may apply. Babbel, gracias por petrocinar a date with dateline. And that hey. means Babbel, thank you for sponsoring a date with Dateline. Thank you, Babbel, for teaching us all how to babble in a new language. <laughs> thank, thank you so you, much, Babbel. Babbel. So we're sorry, we were at the most pivotal moment. This I chose is it. to stop for a break. So Brittany comes out of the car. She is screaming, get out of our house. Let us inside our house. I'm calling the police. She does say that at this point. 
at this point, she calls 911 and says, there's a man in her house. Mm-hmm. What, what's happening? And so they're yelling at the guy. And then James is able to be a tough guy. This is James's best work here. And he gets the door wide enough open to be able to pull that man out into the front yard. And this man, at least in the reenactment, is wearing board shorts only. And then James goes, those are my clothes. So apparently those were his board shorts. The man was wearing his clothes. Oh, boy. And the man in the reenactment had a large birthmark by his belly button. And it made me wonder, did the real Frogger have that? And they did that with makeup to be accurate like earlier james's arm is in a reenactment and it has this tattoo on it and i was wondering is that james is that like do they do that with makeup on the reenactor or is that just the reenactor's tattoo i wondered the exact same thing about both items i think they don't care enough to match tattoos and belly button birthmarks so i think that's just on the reenactors the tattoo could have been possibly fake the birthmark, it's either an incredible makeup artist or that's that actor. That reenactor has a birthmark. Yeah. But, I mean, they did a good job with, again, the close-up on the eyelashes, which we see, I think, when she notices the webcam. They do that close-up on her eyes. And the woman, Brittany, has pretty intense eyelashes. And so yeah. they did the makeup on the eyes a lot like how she does her eyes. Lifetime cares about things like continuity. Good job, Lifetime. So James says, what are you doing here? And the guy says, I didn't have anywhere else to go. And I didn't have anywhere else. Isn't that Richard Gere in that movie where he's in the army or the Marines? One of those movies where he carries. Officer and a gentleman. Debbie Winger out. Yeah. I got nowhere else to go. So they think, oh, maybe he's just like a homeless kid. Maybe he's on drugs. He looks very young. And James thinks, well, I can't bludgeon this young unhoused gentleman right in front of my children. Also, my children have to get out of the car and go use the bathroom. Because that's a nightmare. That's what children, they always need to go to the bathroom in inopportune moments. Also, so do I. I guarantee you, Brittany was like, pee in the car. Pee in that cup. I pee don't Pee in care. the car. We, you can't get out of the car. Lock the doors of the car. Yeah. And everyone's screaming. And Brittany is worried about the cat who's inside the house. And he says, don't worry. I fed your cat. No, I'm running into the house at that point. I don't want. No, I took fed care of to your what? cat. No, exactly. No, How did you sir. take care of it? No, he said, I took care of your cat. Yeah. Which and is... then he says, I fed him. He's inside. No. Is he alive? What did you feed? Okay. No. So Brittany runs inside to check on the cat. And it's like everything inside the house is laid out like he's taking inventory. All of James's music equipment is out like it's on display at a garage sale. Weird. So she runs into the kitchen and the cat is in a cage, which was for training the puppy. He had no water and there were dried apricots that the man had been trying to feed him. But he seems to be okay. We don't know where the dog is. Maybe the dog was at a dog sitter's. I'm guessing the dog was not at the house. You could leave the cat, but you can't leave the dog. She seemed way more concerned about the cat, so I'm assuming the dog wasn't there. I don't think the dog was there. So the police arrive, and the man is just standing there calmly, and he just starts to have a conversation with the police, and the police handcuff him and walk him away and put him in the car, and he's just acting like nothing weird uh, is going on. 
about any of this. Drugs. And so they think this must have drugs. They think this must have been a robbery. And everything they go in the house was torn apart and very strange. Like pots and pans are stacked on top of each other on the stove. And everything is all askew and all over the place except in the boy's bedroom. Nope. He had done their laundry. No. No, you're buying those children you're burning, all new you're clothes. You're burning all the clothes. All new clothes. All new clothes. Like they had lice. Kids, we're going to Marshall's. We're getting a new wardrobe. Yeah. And he had made their beds. No. Nope. Burn it down. Absolutely no. not. Everything in the bedroom was pristine while the rest of the house was destroyed like when earthquake hit it. So much creepier. It's so much creepier so that, it's, creepy. that it's pristine. Yeah. Because you know they didn't leave it like that. No. You'll be lucky if those boys made their beds. No. The blanket-stealing boys. I know yeah, they didn't steal blankets, the blanket. Those blanket-stealers. So, hoodlums. So the adult's bedroom is destroyed like the rest of the house. There's a towel out with knives on it. And next no. to the knives is Brittany's old computer that she didn't use anymore. So she turns it on and well, the where was that? In a closet or something. See, that's creepy too. That means he's going through because I have old, like I have my old laptop stashed. Actually, I have two and they're both stashed together because I don't, nobody ever knows what to do with them. You're like, I probably still have stuff on them. I don't really want someone to have, but they'd be hard to find. I guarantee you they were hard to find. She probably hadn't even unpacked it yet because this all happened in the space of what, two months? Yeah. Oy. So she starts pressing buttons on the computer and the screen comes on. No. And it's a document that is typed up called The Omnivore Trials, a rehabilitation for rat-like people. And it's journal entries. He's basically a scientist, a pseudoscientist, a wannabe scientist that has been observing their family. He's like a human behavioralist. Detailed notes. Mm -mm. So I did pause the screen. Oh, good. Yeah, me too. So one says, day one, cosmetology. Day one, cosmetology. That word is hard to say for me. Yes. Today's trial consisted of trying to use makeup for cosmetic changes. It kind of failed, but I believe there will be progress. I haven't made a real connection with the consultant. I want to get closer, but I guess we both have a fear of something, that we are easily freaked out by human forms. And they believe I'm a narcissist human. I just want them to look perfect. I want them to feel beautiful. I believe that even the way they are, they are possibly one of the most beautiful creatures I've ever seen. But I'm a quote-unquote weird guy, so I guess that's why. But the trials will be completed. We will all have a home base where we can go if needed, and eventually we will have other homes and places we can go to enjoy our lives. Makeup used today, avocado oil, and really bad judgment, lol. I didn't know if that meant that he used really bad judgment or if there was a makeup brand called really bad judgment. No, there's not. There might be. There's not. Or a name. You know, like nail polish is a funny name sometimes. No, I think the judgment is, oh, avocado oil's weird. That's weird. It's what you got to do to- No, it's not. To not be a narcissistic human. So who's a rat person? They are. Are they? Because it seems like he likes the specimens. He, he likes does. The he rat thinks people. they're beautiful, but he also needs to change them. But he, then he calls, he calls them omnivore people, rat people. 
So then day four, the procedure hypothesis, I'm going to need some medical equipment for the omnivores and for myself. I believe I need to treat my jaundice a bit for the omnivores, and I need to get them a stage where they are fit to become Ezekiel. I need a jaundice treatment light. I need a Ezekiel? With a Q. With a Q-U. Okay. I need a jaundice treatment light. I need a hospital bed, one that can stretch up to six feet. I need tools that a surgeon would normally use, aka surgical tools. And then he lists Mm. all this medical equipment, including colonoscopy and endoscopy equipment. No. And life support machines. No. And then he says, I've encountered the most painful episode of my life. I'm worried about the birthing process. Of course, the birthing process of the omnivores isn't as bad as mine was. I'm worried about the Zequiels who have been made. It is possible the government and for others who do not like the species will be in danger. It lurks around every corner and like a thief in the night, it can steal everything you dreamed of. They might send informants to distract you. They might misguide you to trap you. I realized today why cats are such a pain to the omnivores. They are exactly what they should have been. Hunters, strong, diligent, aware, and probably the best competitor to have. It sucks to feel less than. No one wants to be the oddball, even though for me it can be fun. But that's a different type of thing. I almost feel bad for him because he obviously has mental health issues and feels left out of things. Or maybe there really are informants and omnivores. Maybe there are lizard people. Who knows? But I don't go for that sort of conspiracy theory. There aren't. He's unwell. This is not good. Yeah. But the I don't understand. I just don't understand what his goal is. Right. To perform surgery, I think he's turning them in to who they're supposed to be. Like Ezekiel's. I guess. Which is nothing when you bang it. Did you try? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but you know what an omnivore is, right? Yes, but see, this is the funniest thing is James starts talking about how he wants to turn us into omnivores no. that are this different species. And I was like, James, omnivore is a real thing. Does he think that this guy, does this guy just think, call them omnivores because they eat veggies and meat? Or does he think that they are a, another group of people that he has named omnivores? Yeah, I think he's gotten his hands on a few words and turned them into something else. I don't know if he actually means an omnivore. But does James understand that there are things, there actually are omnivores? I'm not James. He (laughs) might, he may not have also looked too closely. And because if he had read it, he would have seen that they're not, he's not trying to turn them into omnivores. They are omnivores. James is quite confused about several things. And I don't blame him. I'm sure I would have read the whole thing a million times and freaked myself out. But James maybe just was like, this is not for me. Yeah. I'm scared enough. That's valid. There's private information that he could only know if he was listening. He knows they're trying to have a baby. And he thinks they should give up and focus on the children they have. And they had not even, I know, harsh. They hadn't even told family that they were trying to have a baby. So... He's paying attention. Who? What is the birthing process he was talking about? I had my most painful thing process. I what? think it's like some sort of unhatching or shedding skin or turning into some other creature. He's not talking about watching them doing it, right? No, I don't think so. 
He might Maybe. be though. Maybe it's. McCoy. I'm very it's worried possible. about that. Okay. So he has like a list of surgeries he wants to do, and he has a list of drugs that he needs to use, and they find bottles with serums around the house that are labeled to say "Use on omnivores." Why is Tylenol on the list? I, tylenol, you gotta. Sometimes there's pain in this birthing process. You're going to need something more than Tylenol. I know. My friend. Okay. He had looked up how to buy surgical tables on websites and how to perform surgeries on their computer. No. And he had looked up how to surgically remove an arm, how to do gender reassignment surgery, which is not the right word and not okay. This is a nightmare. Also, in addition to the computer that had these notes on it, there, she also had her computer that would sit on her makeup desk. She would watch these makeup tutorials as she was doing her makeup. So she's like, I should look through that computer too. Gets worse. No. There's a video file. Nope. It's video. We're seeing the real video, but they've zoomed in just on his mouth and his like lips. But his voice is modulated like Dennis when he's like talks like this. We're only seeing a quarter of his face and it looks fine. Mm-hmm. He's talking about some ways that you can change your appearance. This is day two of the trials that I've been working on. This one is called cosmetology. It kind of hurts a little, but they believe beauty hurts. And then he smiles and then he says, anyway. What hurts? What are you doing I to your face that yeah. hurts? And she was watching this and she felt like he was mocking her because it's very yeah. much like a beauty tutorial and maybe a little bit using her phrasing. And she thought, oh my gosh, he's mocking me watching these beauty tutorials. And then he draws a line in pencil down his neck like a makeup tutorial. And then he, like here, you just like, like he's showing off how to do sh- contouring, but this is how you become a different person. But and it's like an eyeliner that like goes, an eyeliner is in the pencil. middle of his lip down, down his, his chin all the way down his neck to where like his Adam's apple is. Yeah. It's very odd. And I then he says, boom shakalaka. How does it look? And then he burps and it's not, it's a deep burp. <gasps> it's not like those little burps <gasps> like Robert Durst. It's like a big <gasps> burp. Katie hates I burps. hate it. Uh, I don't. And this just made it worse. He was bad. And then this is now. Yeah. This is bad. So when does he shave half his facial hair? Did you not notice that? I did notice that. Um, when does that happen? I don't is, know if that was on the video or not, or if that was so, part of his. Maybe that's what hurt. <laughs> he didn't have a good razor. I'm thinking his disguise was he is half on one side, half right. on the other. Half omnivore. Half Ezekiel. Oh, my gosh. And then she realizes when he stands up that he's been naked this whole time in the video. And that he has been sitting in her chair naked. And she is disgusted and so are we. And then she's putting all these things together. She remembers when that webcam was on. She thinks, how long has he been watching me? So was he like hacked into her webcam or was it on because he had been using it? Or was he watching from another device? I have a lot of questions about this. I don't totally understand. Did he hack in or was he in the room? I thought he was just watching her from around the corner. But the webcam was on in the middle of the night. So maybe, I don't know why. Because he was using her computer in the middle of the night? Well, he was using her old computer. So was he using the old computer to, and he would turn on her webcam and then 
watch her sleep yeah. from the other camera, from the other computer. Yeah. I think he'd hacked into all the cameras. So he's very smart. I don't know how to do that. No, you just share the device. So all he had to do was get a hold of the computer with the webcam and be like, share to this or whatever. He was sh- he was making them all share. They just didn't know it. It's really creepy. But he also said in his in that little note on the calendar day, set up devices. So he may have had other devices hidden. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. So this was his redemption? Yeah. Yeah, that calendar was for him. I think he truly did believe that he was kind of part of the family. There's something weird. He's yeah. got the something's in his brain that is telling him that they're all going to live together as one family. Oy. When so they become Ezekiel's. The guy is charged with felony burglary, but he's released and he gets out and they were terrified. But then he burglarizes the Buddhist study center. Oh my gosh. And he's arrested again. And he's in jail. He's getting psychologically evaluated when he murders his cellmate. Okay. So the family's terrified. That could have been them. They barely survive. They move out of Hawaii. Is traumatizing for all of them and Brittany says there's not exactly a support group for a guy living in your house who's planning to perform surgery on you and james says i never would have thought there would be a guy living in the attic who wanted to transform my family into a species he called omnivores and again i was like james you already were the omnivores he was trying to transform you into something else and i'm still not sure if omnivore was bad or good no one knows and what is a rat person Yeah. And is omnivore just a typical omnivore as we know it or something totally different? Either way, you're in the clear. I'm a vegetarian. You're completely fine. I'm an herbivore. You're an herbivore. So I'm good. You're going to make it. You're a brontosaurus. Yeah. You're going to be all right. So James is so grateful that nothing worse happened because thank God they came back during the day and not in the middle of the night. Thank God that they had the instinct to have the kids wait in the car and not head into the house first. Absolutely. It could have been so much worse. Well, yeah, they just pulled up and not noticed that something was weird right away. Mm -hmm. And somebody had had to go to the bathroom. You could see that happening in two seconds. Totally. And then your whole life changes. Yep. And then we learn that the Frogger is in a state hospital while awaiting a hearing for a determination of his fitness to stand trial and for all the charges, the felony burglary and the murder of his cellmate. Well... If Lori Vallow was approved to sit trial, maybe there's a chance for this frogger, whose name we never know. Or maybe he'll just be in the hospital for the rest of his life. That might be good, too. This is unbelievable. I just want to know, was he in the attic where they glowed it red? They never told us. I kept waiting. He must have been in the attic. I kept waiting for the end for them to say, and it was later revealed that there was a nest up there. And he had blankets and things. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, chip bags. Bottles with pee. Right. But we don't, because we know that he was in and out, because how else was he, he was unlocking doors. Yeah. He so, was hanging out and coming and going. And so then when they went out of there. town, he really made himself at home. Right. But he also seemed to know how much time he had. Right. And they came home early. And they came home early. So he was very well aware of all their plans. Mm-hmm. This is well, he was probably reading all their emails, listening to them on the phone, watching right. them discuss things. I feel really bad for Brittany and James. 
This is horrific. This would and, really mess and this some stuff up for you first, in the future. Like year of your marriage. Yeah. And then I'm wondering how much they told the kids. I would probably keep a lot of that yeah. those details very quiet until later. I yeah. mean, you would not want them to no. have nightmares for the rest of their lives, which I am going to as an adult. Of course. Until you get the van it's this is Basically, we're going to do frogging as motivation for you to get on the ball with the van. Yep. Get on your wheels, Yep, as it were. Also, because I'm just going to insist that the first thing you do is drive to me. Okay. Or at least we meet in like a different state that we've ne- – we meet at Mount Rushmore or something. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> so here's the other thought that I had. I feel triply bad for Brittany because that makeup routine, I understand that. Because that is my calmest, most happy time of the day. Yeah. Is that ritual in the morning. That's a fun time for her. Totally ruined. Ruined. You would not be able to do that routine the same way anymore. No. But she's still wearing makeup. Good for her. She's probably doing it outside. She's probably doing it like on a patio, listening to music or whatever. But yeah. It's it's such and a shame. And to find out someone was watching you and mocking you and naked in that chair. That's so gross. That's not right. Why did he shave half his face? Why did he do a lot of things? Was it supposed to be like, look at the transformation on this side of my face, but this side is yeah. my real face because it's such a difference. It's not different at all from what we can see in the thing. You're not wearing prosthetics. I don't understand. Oh, boy. Let us know what you think if this is the most terrifying thing you've ever heard because it is for us. Go back and listen to that episode of My Worst Nightmare, which was also terrifying. Do you want us to keep doing these frogging show We're stories? We're going to because do it. There's a there's like 10, 8 or 10 episodes and we would love to do them all. I can't, we're spreading frogging awareness. Yeah. And Mank first spread it to us. Mm-hmm. And then we spread it to Keith. Keith was shocked. I hope what, you're all shocked. What was my better thing? Frogger went to courthouse instead of Frogger went to court. Froggy (laughs) went to courthouse and he did time. Time. And he did time. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. Froggy went to courthouse courthouse and he he did time time. for the sword and the pistol that he did hide. Oh, no. In the apartment or the house where he did hide. Uh We will add more verses as the series goes on. And I'm it's a jokey song, but frogging is no joke. No joke. This is it's very terrifying. serious. Check your walls, everybody. Check your blood sugar. Check your walls. Check your crawl spaces. Check under your house. Check in the garage and check in the backseat of your car. Because the other one that gets you is the backseat of the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That always happens in movies. I really want to watch part two. It's good. It features roommates, and there's some crazy parts. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so we might be covering part two. I yeah. can't wait. Thank, Thank you, everybody. Everyone. Let us know what you think. We want to hear from you. Yes, we do. Do you like us covering these other kind of shows? It's a lot of repeats. So we're still covering Dateline, but we're going to branch into frogging. Hider in the, in the closet. Hiding in the hotel. What's it? Hider in your house. Hider in your house. Ha- Hider in your house. It doesn't trip off the tongue. It does sound like if you... I brought this puppy home from the shelter. My mom says I can't have a dog. Go hide her in the house. The puppy is the That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. 
Why can't it just be hiding in your house? I don't know. Hidden. The hider, the frogger is the essential, is the subject of the story, of the sentence. But it doesn't need to be. Can I also make a suggestion that it could be frogging the hider in your house? Yeah. The hider. The hider in your house. Because yeah, hider makes it sound like a proper noun. It sounds like James <laughs> Hider or, you know. Right. Hider strong instead of writer strong. <laughs> hider strong. I wish I would. You wouldn't is hear me hiding complaining. in your washing machine. You wouldn't hear me complaining. Yeah. No, we would not. If he was hiding and then half his facial hair was shaved, you might complain. <laughs> yeah, I might. You might call the police. I, I think don't know. You I have would. weird taste. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Hider. Also, how long do you have to live in Hawaii before you call it the mainland? She did it. So I think- A month? Um, a week? I think you can say it within- I think you'll get laughed at, but I think you could start doing maybe a full year. I don't maybe know. Maybe once I, you have a Hawaii driver's license. I can. think you get laughed at if you don't. Yeah, maybe. I think you get laughed at if you say the states and they're like, well, we're a state. I mean- Yeah. I don't know. What if you say contiguous? That's so much worse. <laughs> you know that's worse. Yeah, I know. It's worse. Every time we've had an ad that has made us say contiguous, we have second-guessed how you actually say that word. Don't we still give, might be saying it wrong. Don't give that up. We actually say it several ways to cover the base. <laughs> so let's just be correct on that. Because her daughters, it was really bad. And then I told her I went in and she, all she wanted to know was, well, how did they have it set up? And I was That's like, we a, don't have time for this. Of course that is. Is it nicer than mine? What did the furniture look like? It wasn't like that. It was just, she's, oh my goodness, she's stuck on, there was some model of her apartment when we went to look at the apartments. So they show you the model of this layout. Yeah. And in her mind, that was like it. That was the best that apartment would ever look. It needed to be laid out exactly like... She's wrong, but she can't get over that model image. She took pictures of it. She has them all like... She went to get them printed out. She has the loose photos of the model. It's bananas.